is stressful enough. Why should the drive home be? Nine four seven drive with Tando. Monday to Friday, three to six p.m. This is nine four seven. You know, we often say, "Oh my gosh, it's such a workaholic," but you know, then you're like, "Oh, thanks." You know, you see it as a, as a compliment. Yeah, but clearly it's. A, it's an actual problem. Like being addicted to work is similar like to being addicted to substances or being addicted to gambling. There are actually indications that you may be addicted to work. Work with me. Here's the first one. Salience. So is work the most important thing in your life, Matt? But we're told nowadays that it has to be. Like if you don't answer yes, then your boss is listening right now turning around and going, oh, is it? It's not the most important thing. Other than that, you can't eat if you don't have work. You know what I mean? So for life, there needs to be work. So it's like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? The second one is mood modification. Does working make you feel better at first? I mean, does anyone feel better because they're working? Maybe this doesn't describe me. I don't know. I sometimes do. Like, I, like also the work that we do allows us to feel better. Like, I all of a sudden, I'm in a good mood because I'm doing what I'm doing. Okay. okay, third one, tolerance. Do you need to spend more time working or get more done to feel better. Oh, that's so me. <laughs> I've got a problem. So uh, you'll be grumpy and you'll work on something to get the grumps out? No, you, f- you feel bad when you're not working. It's almost like there's stuff that needs to be done. You know what I mean? So you work and then after you work, you feel a little bit better that you were productive and you're dead. Another one is withdrawal system, uh, symptoms. You feel uncomfortable when you're not working. Yes, I feel guilty when I'm not working. Sounds you're an A-grade candidate by the sounds of it. Oh my gosh. Okay, conflict. Do you debate with yourself or people close to you about whether you're working too much? No, I can't say mm. I've ever had any of these. No, I, I, like also I don't fight with uh, with people as a result. Relapse. Have you tried to cut back on how much you work but failed? Yes. <laughs> um, another one, compulsion. Do you have an internal or do you have internal pressures to continue working? We're like inside your body is saying you got to keep going, you got to keep going. But it's because of the times we live in, right? They say slay them, get them, work hard. Yes, hustle culture. Correct. Um, another one, um, uh, disregarding consequences do you work to the point where other parts of your life are struggling so you ignore the negative consequences of spending a lot of time working so once again I feel like like you fall within that so yeah well yes because you don't get to spend as much time with family or friends because all you do is is working let's hear from Joburg perhaps you're listening and you're like oh my goodness these are definitely my system uh, symptoms give us a call 011-8838-947 are you addicted to work or maybe you just have too many jobs call work is stressful enough why should the drive home be 947 Drive with Tando. Monday to Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. This is 947. We're speaking work addiction. Apparently it's real and studies show that women are actually more prone to it than men are. So women are working harder. Is it that men are working smarter? Yeah, I don't know if that's the difference. I don't know. Joining us on the... No, go ahead. I've, I feel like there's almost expectation nowadays where women are expected to prove themselves in the workplace for so long they've been talked down upon and maybe that's where it comes from. Well, joining us on the line is counselling psychologist Claire Myhill. Claire, thank you so much for speaking with us. Thank you for inviting me, Tando. So great to join you. So I've read up and I mean, we've mentioned some of the signs or so-called symptoms of whether one is a workaholic uh, or not. How are we looking just as a nation? You're, are we a nation of workaholics? Sure. I mean, I think that we are a nation of a lot of, uh, you know, very difficult dependence issues and a lot of underlying risks. So I think, 
yeah, workaholism. I think in our economy, people are so pressured to keep their work, you know, going mm. going well. That it, it is an absolutely also what your your um, producer just said as well. Just with the climate, with women, you know, there's a lot of inequalities and dynamics in our society that absolutely do create risk for for more people more than others. Absolutely, something that's. That's also, I, I don't know, I guess in my mind, people may think this is a contradiction, but hard work may actually be bad for your career. Yeah, I mean, hard work is, is, is I think with a lot of things in life like this, um, it's not necessarily a, a, a straight equation. It's not a, it's not a, a thing of saying too much or too Obviously, you, you need a kind of golden middle, but absolutely, if you're working to the point of burnout, which unfortunately, mm. a lot of our industries do require. Like there's yeah. a lot of, actually work in an addiction treatment center and we get a lot of people in different professions that are incredibly demanding. So, mm. you know, it, it's not just happening in a vacuum. Um, there are industries and there are professions that, that absolutely do require and, and kind of ask a lot more than people of people than the next. Claire, we're also nearing uh, the end of the year and hopefully people are rethinking their methods of working and thinking, you know, as they go into 2024, they'll find new ways. But probably the first thing to do is to recognize that you're experiencing a burnout. How does one know they're going through a burnout? Yeah, I think I think it, probably for most people at this point of the year, it, it's quite a common thing. I think everyone just hearing, you know, chatter all over the place. Everyone's a bit burnt out. Everyone is a bit tired in that, like, final sprint of the year. You know, the last few years, unless you're a parent, in which case you're already on a call. Um, but, yeah, we, we, we're tired. You know? We're running out of energy. I think it is mm-hmm. time to take stock. I think that's probably why we do our year's um, resolutions at the end of the year after we've taken stock of all of these things. But I do think that it is also really important for us to differentiate that there is quite a difference between youth. You know, whenever we look at something that might be harmful for us, and I kind of compare it to like a substance or a behavioral addiction mm. or dependence of all, we've got to really differentiate between like a sort of use that is unhealthy for us, um, abuse, an abusive kind of behavior, and then dependence. And I Lovely. think a lot of people feeling it are probably, you know, abusing work, you know, and, 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 and mm. I'll, I'll also maybe reframe what I mean with that. Basically, you know, if, if you are using anything as, as a way to avoid something, I think that's really the, the best way we can look at addiction. Ah. If we're there using alcohol, drugs, work, it doesn't really matter what it is. We can use a relationship. Codependencies mm. are also, an, you know, it's mm. not really about what the behavior is because people can also cross addict if they've got that underlying, you know, risk of, of, of that avoidance. But but basically, that's what we need to look at and say, what is what are we avoiding with this behavior? Often with overwork and workaholism, we might be avoiding dealing with who we are without it. You know, maybe mm. it's such a big part of our city that, you know, when we're not working, we don't actually know who we are, or what our who work we is. Are. Sure, eye-opening stuff. Claire, I mean, we could talk about this all day, but we have to end it there. That's Claire Myhill. She's a counselling psychologist.